Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. together for Jesus hallelujah wow what a blessing we are so blessed to be in church once again amen and um, I think like Bishop Oko Mensah said our daddy Mr. Mensah is that it celebrating its 82nd birthday I tell you it's such a blessing you would want to live that long but i tell you god is going to bless you to also live long in the name of jesus daddy we are so blessed to have you in our midst to fellowship with us and um, we believe that god is about to even do many more things for you god is going to surprise you you wonder that at this age can anything else come i tell you Bible says that the end is better than the beginning. So I see God doing greater things for you, Daddy. In Jesus' name. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. Let's take our memory verse for today. John chapter 3, verse 6 and 7. This one of the Inele Koko <laughs> memory verses. Amen. All right, can we take it together? Ready, go. John chapter 3, verse 6 to 7. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. John chapter 3, verse 6 and 7. Amen. We take it one more time. Okay. Ready, go. John chapter 3, verse 6 and 7. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. John chapter 3 verse 6 and 7. Amen. Is it okay? Or you... 
How many think we should do it one more time? It's a democratic. Yeah, okay. Okay. Then, brother, you can take it off the screen. Let's take it together. Ready, go. John chapter 3, verse 6 and 7. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. John chapter 3, verse 6 and 7. Wow. It's powerful. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for this morning. We bless you for this time in your presence, Holy Spirit. We ask that you be with us. Guide us into all truth. Touch lives. Let souls be won for the kingdom. We thank you, O oh God, that we will not be the same after the service. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. And um, for this season, um, we all know that this is our month of evangelism. Amen. Yeah. Are you excited about it? Did you invite a soul to church today? How many invited somebody? Can I see by wave of hand? So your soul is sitting by you. Let me see. Hey. Listen, we, we mean business. Oh. Maybe when we say the things, it's like we are joking. But we are not joking. And God is depending on you and I. So we need to take these things seriously. Amen. So next week, we are expecting that we're going to see your soul. Next week, I'll be at the door myself. When you are coming, I'll be inspecting. Yes? Like how they say, one, one town, one, one village, one dam, one, member, one district, one factory, one member, one soul. That's it. <laughs> Amen. So, but I, I want to introduce some books to you for this season. I, I want to encourage you, get these books. It will change the way you think. It will help you to be a soul winner. Amen. Now, this one is called, Tell Them. Tell Them. Tell Them. This is by our own bishop and our father, Bishop Dagwood Mills. Tell Them. Very, very powerful book. It gives you 120 reasons why. Hey, you must be a soul winner. I mean, if, if, if after 120 reasons you still don't become a soul winner, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah. But get this book and read it. I hope the bookshop will make it available all around. These are books we want to be selling uh, in this season. They should give us a discount also. Then there's this one, The Blood of Jesus. Blood power. Hallelujah. Oh, are you excited about it? I want to encourage you get this book uh i was looking for how to be born again and uh, avoid hell but i can't find it i don't know but this is another book you need to get in the season blood power and then also this one the greater love of jesus christ hallelujah i want to encourage you to get this book or these books Read them. Decide that this season, everybody must have one book that you are reading. Is it a good idea? And I'm giving you options, the books that you can read. 
So maybe so I've read this one, then you can read another one. So the greater love of Jesus Christ, the other time I was sharing from it, I shared with you greater love from this book. And then also this one, Anakazo. Anakazo. Powerful book. Hallelujah. Compelling power. And um, this morning I'll be preaching from it. Just a short message and then we'll be out of here. Amen. But I want to encourage you to get all these books in this season and read them. Amen. All right, turn with me to Luke chapter 14. Luke chapter 14. Share with you on the word anakazo. Actually, there are three Greek words that you need to know. Anakazo, biazo, and anadea. These are words that you should be familiar with if you are a member of Lighthouse Chapel. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Look at the next person and ask the person, have you heard of anakazo? What did they say? Okay. And ask the person, have you heard of biazo? What did they say? They have? No. Yeah. See, sometimes some of you make us look. Everybody knows it. No, some people don't know it. Then ask them, have you heard of the word anadea? Anadea. When the choir was singing today, they were singing about anadea. We are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Shamelessness. Yeah. Biazo means to false. And uh, anadea means shameless. And then we are looking at anakazo. So Luke chapter 14, I'm reading from verse 16. Then said he unto them, a certain man made a great supper and bade many. And sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidding, Come, for all things are now ready. And they all with one consent began to make excuse. The first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground and I must go, I must need go and see it. I pray thee, have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen. Hey. And I go to prove them. This morning I was inviting somebody to church. He said, some, 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 somebody, he has a job. There's a job that he has to do. Yeah. And the person is waiting. I said, oh, let's go. First service, we'll go back. He said, no, no, no. He has to do the things. I said, yeah, this is the story. <laughs> and another said, I have married a wife. And therefore, I cannot come. He, he was not polite at all. I cannot come. Others were saying, have me excused and all that. So that servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said unto his servant, go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city and bring in hither the poor and the maimed and the halt and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there is room. Amen. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in. Compel them. That word compel is the word anakazo. 
A-N-A-G-K-A-Z-O. Anakazo. Oh, somebody said Anakazo. <laughs> that my house may be filled. For I say unto you that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. Amen. Amen. So, I think there are a few words I will want you to take note of. First of all, great supper. Great supper. Then there's another word, paid many or invited many. Invited many. Another word there is excuse. Excuse. These are things, if you are going to be an anakazo person, you will be flowing in. And then also, go out quickly. I mean, if you can get these words, my message is finished. Because that's all I want to tell you. (laughs) And then the next thing, streets, lanes, highways, byways. Amen. Amen. Streets, lanes, highways, byways. The next thing is compel. That's, that's what we're talking about, compel. And then the last one is be filled. Be filled. So these seven things that I've just mentioned, they make up the story of Anakazo. Now, the Bible says that a certain man had a great supper. All of us are invited to the supper that God is making. Or a great banquet. We are all invited to come and partake of the meal that God is preparing. God has a powerful meal. Yeah, people don't know that when we come to church, we are actually coming to partake of a meal. Yeah. Because the word of God is also described as bread. So as you are hearing the word, you are eating bread. Wow. It's too powerful. And then also... The same word is described as water. So you're having bread, you're having water. Then the same word is described as meat. Yeah. Meat. So the Bible says that those who have their senses exercised, they are able to take the meat. Strong meat belongs to them who, by reason of use, they have their senses exercised. So it's meat. And the same word is also milk. It's too powerful. First Peter 2 2. It says that as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word. Yeah. And then when we come to church, also the Holy Ghost is here. The Bible talks about the fruits of the Spirit. So after you have finished, there's dessert fruits that you can also have. Wow. It's too nice. So there's shawarma. Because bread and meat is shawarma, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. There's milk, there's drink. I mean, you have everything. You have fruits. So, a lot of things when we come to the house of God, we come. And the Bible says that all things are now ready. The Lord has prepared something. It is ready. People need to come and partake of it. But the fact of the matter is that those of us who know about the meal, we are also not telling the people 
who need to partake of the meal we are not telling them so they don't have any idea that there's something good here we are enjoying how many realize that when you come to church sometimes you can't find them but by the time you are going back you see that you are strengthening as you are going back yeah because you have come to partake of the feast but it's not just for us but it's for those outside who don't know anything about it there are people out there who are dying there are people out there who are perishing yeah maybe himska will do rescue the perishing for us next time you know there are people out there who need salvation they need to partake of this feast but there's nobody telling them about it because the people who are partaking of the feast we are eating it alone we are forgetting about other people there are other people out there who need to hear so the bible says that this man made a great feast a great supper and usually it will not be a small thing it's enough to feed a lot of people that is why the bible says that and he invited many people listen we need to invite many people Today when we said it, just a few people had invited somebody. But God is expecting you and I to invite many people. That is why we are saying that at least if every one of us will invite just one person, we're going to have a double of the people who are seated here today. Can you imagine if every one of us brought just one person? We're going to have double. And the food is enough for everybody. It's not just for us. You know how sometimes you, in your house, the food you have cooked, really, if somebody comes at a certain time and there are some people, they can smell that the food is ready. They, they, do you know some people like, they, I'm a time on near near. I was in the area. We, we, we used to have a guy, we used to call him Atinka. He knows when the food is ready. He will just arrive. I mean, anything, whether it's Gary Sokis, whatever, he is able to smell the thing. He will just arrive. So I will just pass and uh, I said, oh, let me say hello. Oh, there's food. Okay. <laughs> right on time. But he invited many people. See, this is food. Maybe what you have is not enough. So people who are just in the area to not be enough. But God is not like that. Yeah. I heard somebody saying that when somebody is eating and he says that uh, Mensaka and Brian did, uh, is, how, how did there are two ways when a person says Mensaka he's just trying to announce to you that I have food but it doesn't mean that yes you are welcome to eat so Mensaka is just informing you so that you don't feel that I was being rude but there is the one when they will tell you that Oh, Brian Didi. Then that one, you have been invited. See, so sometimes we feel like God is like that Minsaka type of God. But God is not the Minsaka type of God. God is the Brian Didi type of God. Bring everybody in. Let them also eat. He wants everybody to be part of it. It is man who will say, no, no, you, you can't come. No, 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 you, no, no, not you. No, no. And there are some people, they are champions at that. They just eliminate people. But God says, come unto me, 
All ye who are weary and heavy laden, I will give you rest. Everybody come. He bade many. The target of God is that everyone in this world will be saved. It's not God's desire that any of us will perish. His plan is that all of us will be saved and have everlasting life. That's the plan of God. Nobody must be left out. People in your area, everywhere, we must go and bring every one of them. When you sit in the taxi, talk to the person sitting by you. When you are in the trotro, talk to the person sitting by you. As you are walking by the way, talk to somebody. Bid many, bringing many people. And one of the things you realize is that when you talk to people, they make excuses. And the Bible says that these people, when they invited, they began to make excuses. One said, I bought a piece of land. I have to go and inspect it. When you have been invited to supper, is that the time to go and check your land? In the night, how would you know that it's a good land? All this is tells you that people just give empty excuses. Another person said, oh, uh, I bought oxen. I'm going to try it. Is that the time to try your oxen? It's just a way of not coming. And I'm sure some of you also invited some people. They were telling you things, isn't it? You can see that the thing they are telling you, pa, empty excuses. Then another one said, I have married a wife. I cannot come. You see, there are things that will prevent people from coming to God. Yeah. A wife can prevent someone, a, a beloved, a girlfriend. If you don't take care, your boyfriend will, will make you go to hell. That boy. That boy. You see, Bible said they all began to make excuses. It's one of the things about being a part of a group where everybody is saying this, everybody is saying that. When you don't take care and you listen to what, eh, oh, me, I'm not going, oh, are you going? Sometimes they are talking to you about Christ. Then you see another person standing there. Oh, Charlie, Charlie, make me go. You didn't listen to it. Make me go, make me go. Yeah. So, Charlie, we have to go, we have to go. But you see that this other person wants to listen. I was talking to some people in a, 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 a bar somewhere. They were quaffing beer. And as I was talking to the guy, one of the guys, you see that, Charlie, in spite of the, the beer and the listening, he was listening. But the other guy was just coolly, it's like, Charlie, the drink, you know, we have to finish, you say, that type of, you know. But the other guy was really listening. And if you don't take care, the other person by you will prevent you from going. You have to know that when we stand before God, it's just you. Even husband and wife, it's rare to find a husband and a wife dying at the same time. No. Very rare. Even if you die at the same time, doesn't mean you're all going to face God at the same time. (laughs) And go to the same place. No. We are all going to stand one by one before God. So don't listen to somebody else. You have to make up your mind to come to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. 
He said, go out quickly. Go out quickly to the streets and to the lanes. Listen, the time is short. We don't have much time, beloved. Reason why, you know, this just, this story is just Christ speaking to the church. Let's do it quickly. I don't know what we are waiting for, but let's do it quickly. If we have to win souls, let's do it quickly. Let's invite them quickly. I'm even proposing that after here, let's have some anakazo. Let's, let's go out. And bring, if you can, bring the person to the next service. Is it a good idea? See, see, the way you're looking at me, you're not happy about it. Yeah. That's what we used to do. We, we can go. We are all going to Swan Lake. Go and find some people and bring them all to church for the next service. It can work. But let's do it quickly because some souls are dying. As I'm speaking now, somebody is dying now. If somebody had just gone to the person and spoken to the person about Jesus Christ, would have saved their life. I find people, instead of going, so tomorrow, tomorrow may be too late. Go quickly to the highways, to the byways. This month of evangelism, let's be quick. As you see the person, don't say, I'll come back and talk to the person. Charlie, by the time you come back, person may be gone how many of you have done that before so i'll I'll do it tomorrow i'll talk to the person tomorrow those of you at the back there you're not with us at all yeah tell somebody do it quickly go to the highway the byways the corners the zongos the marketplaces the the where washing bay football park the beer bars Somebody must enter there. Champions League. The places where they watch betting centers. Hey, now that betting thing too has really come into the system. How can you place your life on something that is not sure? When you go, it will give you something to even start talking to them about. So how can you, I want to introduce to you somebody that you can be sure about. You can bet your life on him. And you will not lose. Bible says that Christ in you, the hope of glory. This one you can believe, bank your last whatever. You know that sure, sure banker, it will drop. So, that is where this word anakazo comes in. How are we going to do this? How are we going to bring all these people? And that is where the man said, Go and compel them because simple invitations will not bring the people to church. Oh, my church is having a program. I I just want you to come. Very diplomatic about it. No, it will not bring the people. A lot of us, I want to believe that we we use diplomatic whatever. Oh, sorry. If you are free. If you don't mind, tomorrow you, you can join me. Oh, you are not free. Oh, okay. Not a problem. Hey, it's a problem. <laughs> a soul is about to die. This is your chance. You have to use an akazo. You have to compel them. You have to make sure that they follow you to church. Tomorrow may be too late. 
Because when they invited the people and they went, it was just a cool this thing, no camp invitation. And they were able to give all sorts of excuses. You know? Because it was just an invitation. You just sent back. You know, you've written that RSVP. That thing, what does it mean? <laughs> Rice is still very palatable. No, it's not just <laughs> Please respond. It's in French. It's what? Répondez, s'il vous plaît. Répondez, s'il vous plaît. You people, you are learning. You don't know it. They are teaching you the thing. As the next person, did you know RSVP? Every day when you look at RSVP, RS, RSVP, RS, RS. I said they will serve rice and stew. Very No. Very palatable. Please respond. See who plays, please. And then, that's the RSVP. So you two, you have sent a thing to the person, and you have put RSVP on it. By means, he will tell you that I have married a wife, <laughs> so I can't come. But you see. The one we are talking about, there is no RSVP. We, we don't need to put any RSVP. We need you now. Let me show you a few meanings of the word anakazu. Or, so, number one is to compel. To compel. Compel. To compel them. Number two, it means to drive. Charlie, sometimes we need to drive the people. Drive them. Because if you are waiting for the person to be ready to himself, get up and come, it will never work. You virtually have to move the person, drive the person to the place where the banquet is taking place. We need to drive them. Because if we just stand there and say, come, they will never come. Thank you, Pastor. Number two, or number three, it means to necessitate. Necessitate. What does it mean? Bishop, it's a big word. It simply means make it necessary. Yeah. Choristers, make it necessary for people. It is, when they say something is necessary, what does it mean? Very important is that without it, you can't do without it. Let the person know that, listen, you cannot do without Christ. Without Jesus, you are not going anywhere. You are going to hell. My brother, you need to come. You have to follow me to church. Without this meeting we are going for, you are doomed. Yeah. A lot of people don't know it. They don't. We have to make them see it. One man, one man of God, one I don't know whether it was a man of I think it was a, a thief or somebody. He, he was dying and a man of God had come to the church, the prison, coming to pray for him. They, I think they were going to hang him. You know, he said, oh, in the name of the Father. So many things were said. He said, hey, 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 stop. stop. I don't think you believe what you are saying. You don't believe in it. He said, oh. The man was surprised. You are going to die. I'm coming to pray for you. Look at what you are telling me. You don't believe it. You see, sometimes that's why they say the Muslims, you know, we call ourselves believers. They, they rather, 
show that they are more believers than we are. If you say you believe in something, they say, where you behave. Then a man said to him, he said, if I believed in even just one little bit of the things you are saying, that there is a hell, that anybody who dies and doesn't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, he's going to that place. Like we read for our memory verse, marvel not that I said unto you, you must be born again. You must be born again. You must be born again. He said, if that thing that you are saying, if I believe that thing, that truly there's something like that, I would even walk on hot coals, broken bottles. If that is what I have to do, I would do it to tell the last man about Jesus Christ. To tell the last man. But I don't think we believe it. To necessitate, make it necessary. The next word, it means... To constrain. To constrain means it's like by all means. There's there's no other. It's like which no option. This thing there, it must happen. There's no other option. Listen, people will tell you, oh, there are other ways by which to get to God. Jesus said, there's only one way. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can get to the Father except by me. There's no other option. The only option we have is Jesus Christ. And if we believe it, and we are seated here today, we say we believe it, then we must preach it. Ask yourself, when was the last time you told somebody about Jesus? The church today is used to come in and bless me. I need this. Oh, Father, my breakthrough. But what you don't know is that you were saved so that you will save some other person. You were not saved to come and receive cars and receive houses and receive jobs and all these things. There are things that will happen as a matter of fact. But we need to tell them. Tell them. Tell them about Jesus. It means to constrain. Constrain. Ask the next person, when was the last time you spoke to somebody about Christ? Mm. Play something cool in the background for me because I see that the church has become very not too loud. Number four or number five. What number am I going Number five. It means to force. Force. Which is the word biazo. Yes. Force. Bible says that the kingdom of God suffered violence. And the violent take it by force. We must take the people by force. Say, hey, by force, you have to give your life to Christ. The other day I saw some this thing, some videos, but they had put a gun on somebody. You have to be born. <laughs> hey, it's like Charlie. No, 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 no. I cannot just allow you to die without knowing Christ. When the Bible says that the blood of these souls will be required of us one day, we cannot just stand there and watch them as they go to hell. Even if it means I have to force you, Charlie, by force. Let's go. Let's go to church. Let's go. 
you have to give your life to Christ by force. By force. By force. Hey. <laughs> I don't know why the place is very quiet like that, whatever. Number six, it means to persuade. Yeah. To persuade means to what? To like convince somebody, isn't it? Convinced. It, it, it's something we must do. As church members, as, as Christians, we must convince people of what we have. We know what we have. We know we have the right way. We know that what we are serving, what we are doing is the right thing. We must convince people. Convince your uncle. Convince your neighbor. Convince your sister. Convince your brother. Tell them you need to be born again. You have to be born again. But I met Jesus. You have to meet him too. I've seen the best thing for my life. And it's the best thing for your life. Persuade them. Persuade them. Paul said, knowing the terror of God, we persuade men. We make sure that they don't go there. Number eight. Is it number eight? Seven. It means to negotiate. Pastor Kevin, let's negotiate with the people. Ladies, you know how to do it when you go to the market. Oh, mommy, mommy, mommy. Oh, no, no, no. This one, I will give you this. I'll give you that. That same negotiation skills apply to the souls. The person says they say, oh no, you know what? Because see, when the woman, you go and buy the thing, she will say, oh, the thing is uh, 50 cities, oh, mommy. Mama, 20. So, oh, no, 20, they ain't yet. Me come Mala Market, see, see, me, 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 20, oh. One for mommy, if I go to Mala Market now, I'll get it for 20 cities. So, if you don't give it to me. So, okay, who there? Mommy, 40. Oh, no, 40, they ain't yet. Mommy, mommy, 25. And some of you ladies too, you are hard. Too, too hard. Hey. For small money, you will be fighting 50 pesos. Allow her to also enjoy small. Anyway. Oh, I've seen it. I say sometimes you feel you feel for the people, so it's okay. It's okay. Ah. But I'm saying that the same negotiation skills. Because when you talk to the person, you say, Oh no, 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 I don't think I can come today. You next week. They tell the person, you know what? Next weekend, I can't guarantee that I'll be able to meet you. Next week may be too late. As you are standing here, I don't even know whether when I leave you, you will die. So today is the time. So, but you see, right now I have to go somewhere. You see, the thing you have to do, if you die now, you will not be able to do it again. You need to give your life to Christ today. You need to follow me to church today. Because tomorrow may be too late. We have to do it. And you keep negotiating with them. Hey! Talk and I'll talk. Talk and I'll talk. Talk and I'll talk. We keep doing that till eventually, because some of you, you are able to bring the person. You know the amount in your head that you want to pay for the thing. To bring the person to the amount, then you feel good. Let's try and close. Next one, it means to oblige. Oblige. Make it an obligation. 
Or Bishop Oko, what does he mean? No. Yeah. It's like something you have to do. You must honor it. It's not something you can give an excuse. You must honor it. My time is almost up. Number nine. It means to threaten. <laughs> it's good for the guns. You know, you, there are some people you have to threaten them. If you use this type of the talking, talking, they, they may use them and say, hey, hey, you go to hell, you're you about to die. <laughs> one day, one man of God, Shambak, he was talking to somebody, and the person was just talking to them. At, at the point, the person was, he said, hey, if you leave me now, you, you will die. You, you will still die. He said, well, if you leave me and you die, now, you leave me and you go now, you, you, and you die, you are going to hell. Threaten them. Say, it's okay. Hey. <laughs> there are some people, that's the language they understand. They say, hey, 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 okay, okay. I don't want to die. I, I'll give my life to Christ. Then number 10, it means to entreat. Entreat. To entreat means to beg somebody. You know, sometimes, even if it means crying. <laughs> oh, why are you crying? when I see your future. No. You don't have to die. You see, there are some funerals when we attend them. We are crying not because it's like, Charlie, this person, we don't know where he's going. Yeah. That's why we are begging you. I cannot afford to come for your funeral. Amen. <laughs> 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 and I want to look at the way you are crying. So you know what? Sometimes we do it to children. So give me something. I will give you. Oh, you give me. Okay, daddy, take it. But they will just give their life to Christ. Sometimes that's what you need to do. And some people say, me, I don't know what to say. What? Tell your own story. Your own experience. What happened to you? Because your experience is the most powerful thing you can ever say. I came to church and I heard the word of God. And as I was listening, as the pastor was talking that I need to be born again. Otherwise, I will go to hell. If I don't serve God, something will happen. I gave my life to Christ. And since that day, since that day, yeah. Of course, we, we have the traditional way of also going. I'm sure you know the four spiritual laws. You don't know the four spiritual laws. Today's Christians, you don't know. Four spiritual laws. Four steps to salvation. Number one, Romans 3.23. All have sinned. Write it down. 
Romans 3, 23. Four steps. Every witnessing, talking to somebody about Christ must go through these four steps. Number one, Romans 3, 23. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Number two, Romans 6, 23. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So, you are telling the person, all have sinned. The result of that is death. But, there is the gift of God, which is eternal life. Then, how do I do it? The next thing. Romans 10, 9 and 10. But if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and you shall believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you shall be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And then you can add number four. Number four. John three sixteen. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Verse 17 says that for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. But that the world through him might be saved. Then you ask him, would you want to give your life to Christ? Say yes. And you pray with the person. You don't even need to carry a Bible with you. You have these four points with you. That's it. You're armed. Share the gospel with them. May we compel men. The house of God must be filled. He said there is still room. Look at the back there. There's still room. We want to see that the first service, the whole place is filled. Upstairs is filled. Can it happen? If every one of us will reach one soul next Sunday, I believe it will happen. How many are going to win one soul for the Lord next week? Stand to your feet. Let's close. Oh, I want to be a vessel you work through. I want to be more like you. Oh, Jesus, I want to be more like you. Oh, Jesus, I wanna be more like you. Wanna be more like Jesus. I wanna be a vessel you work through. I wanna be more like you. Right now, every head bowed, all eyes closed. Maybe you came to the service by yourself nobody invited you you came in to enjoy the great supper or maybe somebody invited you but you know that you don't have a relationship with jesus you want to say pastor pray with me i want to serve to jesus i want to be born again marvel not that i said unto you you must be born again for that which is born of the flesh is flesh but that which is born of the spirit 
Today I'm giving you an opportunity to be born of the Spirit. To give your life to Christ. If you are here like that, you want to surrender your life to Jesus, lift up your right hand wherever you are. And I'm going to pray with you. Today is a day of salvation. Just let your right hand go up above your head. And I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. Let it go up. God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. At the back there, I see your hands. God bless you. Over there, God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, please do one more thing for me. Come to me in front here. Come. Come from the back. Come from the side. Come to Jesus. Clap for them as they come. Come all the way. Jesus loves you. Jesus cares for you. Come to Jesus. Clap for them as they come. Come all the way. Turn this way. Face me. God bless you. Clap for them as they come. God bless you. Oh, keep clapping. Keep clapping. Come all the way. God bless you. Oh, oh. Come all the way. There's a day of salvation. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those of you in front, I want you to lift up your two hands. We're going to pray. Lift up your two hands. It's a sign of surrender. And let's pray together. Just repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, today, I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh. Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.